So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have yet another phenomenal episode on tap for you because the great Coach Reed, Reed Maltby, is on with us right now. Yes, you can't see him, but he's in the green room waiting, clawing, scratching at the monitor saying, Brian, let me in. I want to help. I want to tell everybody how great it is to be a positive reinforcer and the greatest leadership skills that anyone could ever learn. You're going to learn a lot from Coach Reed. This is an amazing, amazing man. Uh, he's a TEDx speaker. There is so much uh, behind this man that has made him so supremely successful. He is transforming his business before our very eyes in a great way. And I cannot wait to share his brilliance with you because that is what this show is truly all about. The Mind Body Business Show is a show that I literally had developed with you in mind. That is the entrepreneur, the business person, the person looking to take their business to that next level from wherever they happen to be today by bringing on guest experts, successful entrepreneurs from all over the world like Coach Reed Maltby, and so that I can extract their secrets and pull them from them, and they will disperse them to you so you can utilize what they have learned, how they have achieved success, and you can take that shortcut to success by simply modeling what they do. So be sure to get out a pen, uh, get some paper, or bring out your notepad on your computer, whatever works for you, and get ready to take some notes because we have a great show lined up for you. And that is the Mind Body Business Show. is It's about what I call the three pillars of success. Over the course of, I would say, a 10-year period, I began studying only successful people, like what made them perhaps more successful than yours truly. Uh, what was it about all these successful individuals? What were the, the key ingredients? And it came out over those years that these three things kept bubbling up to the top. Mind being mindset. To a person, each of these uh, very successful business people, entrepreneurs, they all had a very powerful, very positive, and most importantly, very flexible mindset. And then there was body to a person. Each of these individuals took care of themselves literally, physically, both through nutrition and through exercise. And then business. Business is multi, multi, multifaceted. And what these individuals did was they mastered the various skill sets that are necessary to master in order to build a thriving, successful business. And then, and then to scale it takes even more mastery of additional skill sets. Now, what skill sets are we talking about? We're talking about marketing, sales, systematizing, leadership, team building. Um, it, it could go on and on and on. And I could talk about those skill sets for a long time. Good news is, well, the bad news is to master anyone of anything can take a very long time. So it'd be darn near impossible to master every skill set that's necessary to develop, build, and, and, um, and scale a thriving business. The good news is if you just mastered one, just one skill set, and the beautiful thing is that one skill set, 
not only is it one of the ones I just rattled off, but one of very many that are out there, it's also the focus of Coach Reed Maltby. Oh, yes. Yes. This is going to be great. I cannot wait to dig into his big, beautiful brain. That one skill set, anybody curious? Anybody curious? Anybody at all? Is the skill set of leadership. That's right. Leadership. And you might be saying, well, Brian, I'm a solopreneur. I, I don't have a team to lead. That's okay. I didn't either. When I first started, I began leading myself and that's what you can do as well. So start reading. If you haven't already books on leadership and books on great leaders, uh, start following what coach Reed is about to tell us here tonight and take it to heart and start learning and then treat yourself as you are a part of your own team. How would you develop that business culture? Uh, it, so it's very doable. If you have a team already, again, read read the books on leadership, learn from someone like Coach Reed, how to become a more effective leader. Put in the time, that is the one number one most valuable skill in my humble opinion over all of them when it comes to business. And <clears throat> speaking of successful people, Another thing I found out is they are mostly, almost every one of them, very avid readers of books. And with that, I'd like to segue very quickly to a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, you see it there, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. A word of quick caution here, or advice would be a better word, is rather than succumb to that desire to go clicking away and typing in and looking at these resources as we go through the show, because I'll guarantee you, Coach Reed is going to have many for us. Rather than do that, I implore upon you, please, this is for you, not for me. Get out that, that writing tablet, that piece of paper, that pen, that notepad and write them down. So reachyourpeaklibrary.com, write that down. That's your first example. Why, why would I say that? Because here's the thing, I have spoken from stage for years and there were times in the beginning where I know I'm coming up to what is probably the most profound and juiciest part of the presentation. And I would see somebody get up out of their chair and leave the room, holding their phone, looking at it like they got that all important text, all important phone call, or maybe they just had to go use the restroom. The cool thing is, well, it's not the cool thing, but the truth is the magic happens in the room. Yes, this is virtual. We're online. We are either we are live right now on video. If you're not watching live, you should be. But we are also recorded on podcasts. Now, keep your focus on Reed Maltby, Coach Reed, not on me, but on Reed. When he comes on, you want your focus to be on him. Take notes. Go visit these resources afterward, because I would hate for you to take your focus away just for a microsecond when Coach Reed could be saying that one thing, that one thing that could change your life forever. Please, for yourself, take notes and stay focused and listen very intently because this information you cannot buy anywhere on the planet. I've done this show for nearly five years. I know from doing this from a long time and I've talked to uh, Reed Maltby uh, just before the show. This is an amazing man. You do not want to miss a word out of his golden mouth. All right. That's it. That's enough of that. That's my soapbox moment. Reach Your Peak Library is a site, very briefly, that I had put together with you in mind. And that is a library of books that have been vetted by at least one other successful entrepreneur. 
I myself was not a avid reader for a very long time, not until about 11 years ago, I'd say the age of 47. I know I paused because so you could do the math. And yes, it did change my life. It has changed my life. It continues to change my life. And that is by reading very effective and powerful books. The books in here are not in any order of any kind. You might see a nice clump of Grant Cardone there because I read a bunch of his all in one, <laughs> one fell swoop. And uh, they're just thrown in here as I read them. I had my staff throw them in there. Go get the book. Doesn't have to be from this website. Find one that really resonates with you. Get your book from wherever you like to read them, or you can click the button. It doesn't matter. Either way, get the book, read the book, and then put it into action. That is my advice to you. And that's enough of my yammering because I really want to bring on this amazing, amazing man named Reed Maltby. He's coming on right now. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one. It is the only Coach Reed Maltby. Woohoo! Yes. Thank you, you for the fantastic introduction. Every word was absolutely true to you, too, for sure. Yes, and I love meeting a guy with an awesome radio voice. Man, it's just buttery. It just makes you melt, and I love it. Thank you for coming on, and thank you, Lord, for giving him such a wonderful voice. This is awesome. Coach Reed, my goodness, I have um, been stalking you a bit. I mean, when you first uh, basically applied, I guess, to be on the show, you were accepted like that. But I know there was a long lag time because we, we are booked out quite in advance. I was so excited because I went and looked at your TEDx talk. I went and listened to uh, and read your, your materials, your philosophy on leadership. It just resonated so wonderfully with me. And I'm so excited and elated. Finally, I get to share you with the world, or at least the world that is our tribe here. And I can't wait for uh, people that I know personally to see this, to listen to this, because their lives will be changed for the better, or they will just be enhanced further down the positive road of leadership in your, the way you do it. Um, and I cannot wait. This is going to be awesome. Thank you again for taking your time out there in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Look at that sun outside his window. I love it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to get a lot done here. And one of the things I like to um, start with is, you know, you've been around the block. You've you've done this. You've been there, done uh, done that by the T-shirt. We're going to dig more into your business here as we go on because it, it's very pertinent for everyone to hear what Coach Reed is doing and where he's been and where, where he is now and where he's going so you can model his success and his patterns. And so one of the things I love to open with is the area surrounding the mind, mind-body business. We're not going to go through all of them in any particular order, but I love to open with it because – the mind and body are a team, and more importantly, the mind and body are your team. I'm talking to everyone individually, and if any one member of the team is not operating at peak performance, as Coach Reed knows better than anybody, the team as a whole suffers. And so mind, I'm curious, when you get up in the morning, um, Coach Reed, when you get up in the morning, you know that what the day uh, ahead is, is facing you. As an entrepreneur, everybody thinks it's, oh, it's easy sailing. We just sit back and sway in our hammock and drink umbrella drinks and the money just comes pouring in and we don't do anything because we're entrepreneurs but it's anything but it's arduous there are arduous tasks there are things we have to deal with there are staff issues there are client issues there's i gotta market i gotta sell i gotta build a website i gotta do this it's a lot and knowing that that's in front of you every day when you get up 
what is going on the moment you wake up in your big, beautiful brain? What is happening that is keeping you driven, that is keeping you motivated to do this day in and day out and go serve others? The big one for me is that so many people don't unlock their own excellence. And so I wake up every day thinking today's the opportunity for me to give somebody else a chance to unlock their excellence. You know, when I worked with children, the one thing I always saw was we focused on those one or two really good athletes that you had on your team and the rest of the kids you didn't really care about because, well, they're not that good. And so you, you hung everything you had on those two athletes. But what you didn't realize is every one of those kids has a right to unlock their excellence. And if you don't pour into them, they go on in life to do something and they go on without the tools and resources that you could have given into them as a coach. And so now as a, a leader of others, I think about that, like everybody I work with, they have some magic in them. And my job is to help them unlock it. And that's exciting because if I can do that for everybody I meet, how much better would the world be versus just picking one or two people that I decide are the ones that only have the magic. Right out of the bat. It's out of the park. It's a baseball analogy. I know your soccer background, uh, but that is awesome. Or go. <laughs> but I, I, I so resonate having grown up, played sports, having uh, coached as a young man. Um, so true. So true. The coach, whether you're the on the playing side or the coaching side, tends to gravitate and pay all their attention to the 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 peak performers, the ones that are really carrying the team. And it's interesting that you bring that up because I remember coaching, and we're talking about parks and rec type leagues, nothing serious. But I remember loving to do what you just said, working with those that weren't the best. And isn't it the most gratifying thing in the world to see the vast improvement that these former underachievers were now either average or overachievers because you had something to do with it. Does that make you feel like incredibly good having done that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got, I got the nickname of the bad news bears coach. Cause I was that. <laughs> and I, I hated the term, but they would bring me in with these teams where it was like, they were struggling or they'd, they'd have some, had some kind of traumatic experience. And they'd say, Reed, we need you to fix them or Reed, We need you to work with this group of kids. They need some love. They need somebody like you. And those were my favorite teams because those teams always outperformed because nobody had given them a chance to unlock their magic. And even better, there were kids I worked with in my career who little light bulbs would go off and that's all I wanted. Just one little light bulb and, and it made my year for them. But then I'd see those kids 10 or 15 years later. And what I realized is they left the game and they went on to do something really cool. And the experience they had with me in sport was what helped develop them into whatever it was they became after the game. That's where the real magic is. Oh man, so many memories you're bringing up. My, my dad, he was a coach of all of our sports. You know, he did uh, basketball uh, baseball and uh, some youth football and everything. And I, I never, it's still to this day. I mean, he's 87, 80, yeah, he's 87. He has advanced dementia, unfortunately. But to this day, uh, there'll be people on Facebook posting and goes, your dad was the greatest coach I ever had. I remember this specific one time. And like, isn't it amazing how these little incidents to us, <clears throat> you know, as leaders, as coaches, they may seem uh, meaningless, but they're like sponges, kids, even young adults. What you say matters. You are the leader. And it's a big responsibility. But even back then, we don't even know it's a responsibility. And then later we're hearing, wow, this is pretty cool. I had a positive impact on someone's life. And they remembered. What a great legacy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. geez, this is awesome. I mean, this is the essence, in my opinion, this is the true essence of an entrepreneur. 
I have yes. interviewed hundreds and hundreds of, of entrepreneurs from all over the world, successful ones. Not a single one, not one of them was money centric. It was all about serving others. You're no different. You're you're like on the you're pegging that my meter on that one for sure. And that is because the feeling we get in return for helping someone is so immense and so gratifying. We want more. And it's because we're helping someone else, not necessarily just ourselves. Yes. And and if you're a big, you know, big reader fan, Simon Sinek's book, The Infinite Game, he talks about that. Like the 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 companies and the entrepreneurs who who create a legacy because that they're doing they're doing they're they have that just cause and they're out to do something bigger than themselves and change the world or ch- transform people, those are the ones that last the longest and they leave something behind. And it's not about the money. It's the money will come if you are passionate about it, you do you do great work and you attract the right people. But if you are on that just cause path, for me, it's that unlocking excellence path, then you are going to change the world. And that is so much more gratifying than putting a few bucks in your account. Thank you for saying that out loud for others to hear because it needs to be heard. I remember just recently, I I don't even know how it came on my radar, but I do like listening on occasion to a quick video reel of Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, they call him. And there was a call in, uh, someone called in, I guess he was on a podcast or a radio show. And he, the guy said he was struggling. He said, tell me what's going on. He goes, well, I just, all I want to do is just make a little bit more money make some more money to get that nice house, a nice car. And he goes, there's your problem, bro. You cut him right off. He said, that's the problem. And he did it gently and with love, but, but also between the eyes, like Gary Vee always does, which is the only way to do it, to get the effect. And the guy took it very well. He says, Oh, instantly he knew. He didn't have to say another word. Gary Vee just said, that's the problem and the way he said it. <laughs> it's like, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's about what um, and what do you think about this? Is it how important is it to have a very profound and powerful why that is above and beyond yourself to keep you going every day? What like a reason to do your job every single day? I would say, you know, you talk about mindset. For me, that's another big skill that we should have. I I agree with you on that one. That resonates. That is part of the mindset. If you've got something that's bigger than you, that's more important than you, that's driving you every day, that's what's going to get you up in those, those valleys. When you're down in the valley and you're really struggling and you're looking for the peaks, it's, it's that knowing that at the peak is that is, is achieving that just cause. And so I, I think it's invaluable. Now, the problem is, is a lot of people think, Oh, I've got to do something like Tom's uh, Tom's shoes and and give shoes to other countries or or or, or charity water for every bottle sold. I get it. But you your profound purpose doesn't have to be world changing. It has to change the people that are in your current world and your in your sphere of influence. And so, if it's profound for you, if it's changing lives around you, chase it because that you tap into that. And it's you know if you've if you've read David Goggins' book Can't Hurt Me, if you tap into that when you are in the cold water or on the log, it's what's going to keep you there working hard beyond when your body says, or your mind says, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. It's that just cause. It's that profound purpose. That's going to keep you going. Oh my goodness. That's the end of our show. No, no, that's not the end of our show. It could be though. There's enough already here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is coach Reed multi multi. Sorry. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We are coming right back. Hey, if you're watching the Mind Body Business Show live right now, then you will have the ability to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort of your choosing 
compliments of the Big Insider Secrets. What is it? It is a five-night vacation stay to one of many destinations across the world. You can see as we go through this very quickly, there's some in Branson and Daytona Beach. These are in the United States, all over the United States, New Orleans, San Diego. There's also Mexico. There's also the UK. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. Australia. At the end of this show, you will be given the ability to enter to win. You must be watching this live. If you're not watching live, then head on over to themindbodybusinessshow.com and register to receive automated notifications when we go live the next time. And you can also participate in this incredible, incredible prize. So come on live and you do not want to miss a moment because of our incredible guest experts. And if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people and grow your business all at the same time, then write this down, carpetbombmarketing.com. Then head on over to it after the conclusion of tonight's show. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And to get a free lifetime membership to a phenomenal resource called the Reach Your Peak Club, your free membership will include instant access to deep discounts on major software, services, and top shelf training courses that you need to run your successful business. Think of it as your entrepreneur discount house. Catapult your business to the next level. Sign up for free now and get a hotel discount card worth $200 just for joining. Then go and grab your deep discount. So write this down and then after the show, once again, head on over to reachyourpeakclub.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. Good Lord, let's get back to the show already. I don't know who that guy was. It just kept rambling on forever. But we are back with the great Coach Reed Maltby, TEDx speaker extraordinaire, unbelievable coach, and also businessman. And we are having a great time. We're going to dive deeper into his big, beautiful brain starting right now. So <laughs> in sports, it's very important for one uh, to stay fit, especially the ones that are on the team. I would argue it's also important for the coach. Uh, and, and now we're talking business, about business, building a business. When it comes to business, in your opinion, uh, Coach Reed, what, what is the level of importance that you place on staying in shape physically to run and operate one's own business in addition to coaching uh, the, other, the other clients that you also work with? Is it as equally important? Is it not important? Um, what's your take? It's, it's baked into my ethos. I mean, it is, it is part of my mission, especially when I look at the, the way I'm now working with what I call athletes, those entrepreneurial athletes, uh, people who are either athletes that are now entrepreneurs, they're in the sport business, so they're sport entrepreneurs, or they're, they're those entrepreneurs who use athletic, they embody the athletic traits and values within their business, and they still compete on the side. So for me, I'm still competing in things. I'm working out with my kids. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, for me, the fitness matters because one, I got to walk the walk and talk the talk at the same time. When I played, I got out and played with my kids because I wanted them to see that I was willing to do the work with them. And it also allowed me to, uh, it, it allowed me to stay in the game with it. It's hard to coach from the sidelines. It's so much easier easier to be in the mix with them. Now in business, for me to stay fit, being fit keeps my mind fit. 
having a fit body means I can show up 100%. I'm less sick all the time. I'm, I feel more energy and I have, I have more, uh, pep in my step every day because I'm, I'm fit and in shape. I, when I make better choices from a fitness perspective, it clears the deck for me to make great choices as a business owner as well. And then, like I said, a lot of my clients are those solopreneurs who are doing everything. They need high energy. They need that competitive mindset. They need to, to think and act like a Spartan. And so fitness makes a big difference in their lifestyle as well. Glad you brought up the Spartan. You know what? It's time we introduce you formally and officially to the show leveraging two master's degrees sports psychology and early childhood development two master's degrees ladies and gentlemen and 30 years of professional coaching experience coach reed maltby has dedicated his life to creating the most effective environments for achieving peak performance i love that phrase his passion for coaching methodologies mental fitness and high-performance communication is matched by his mission of developing leaders who transform lives. His newly released book, The Spartan Mindset, focuses significantly on the impact of language and performance, and it is a must-read for anyone who strives to be a more effective and supportive communicator in the sporting world and beyond, and Coach Reed, a little birdie told me something. Maybe that book became a bestseller. Was is that true? It is in five countries. <laughs> I love it. Do you have it handy? You want? Would you like to hold it up and say a few I words do. about it? I oh, always have it handy. It's also on the wall behind me, if you can see. Go. I love it. <laughs> but yeah. I, I've got it right there. <laughs> yes. So, what is the the book about? What are the highlights? Uh, what are you you're doing something with it right now? I found very profound. We were talking about just before we came on. Uh, I'd love to hear all that. Yes. Yeah, so the book is about the language that we use and how it impacts our brain. And there's a huge brain body connection when it comes to performance, especially in sporting realms, but also as an entrepreneur or in other competitive environments. If our brain isn't firing in all cylinders then we're not going to perform well. We, we talk, you talk about the choke points with mindset. The other one is, is that skill really is, if you're a fan of Daniel Coyles, you know that skill happens in the brain. So any skills that we're developing as a performer, they are actually developing in the brain pathways and those neural pathways with, you know, the neuron fire, the firing of the neurons. And so our language impacts our brain in a way that it actually affects the way we perform. The book itself is based off of what I say, what I use are, are peril words and power words. Those peril words are words that we use in performance situations that might actually choke off performance, uh, stop our performance, not help us uh, achieve peak performance. Power words are those words that we use when we uh, that that actually would help with uh, a, a better peak performance in in, in high stress uh, crucible situations. And then I also threw in some extra words that those are transformational words. Those are those words that not only do they actually help with peak performance, but they transform the people in the moment. And uh, each chapter starts with a story so you can see the word used in real life. I talk about the science behind it, what it's doing to the brain, the brain-body connection, and what we're thinking and feeling when we're using these words in context. And then I, I teach you either how to eliminate that word from your vocabulary or how to use it more often so you can achieve peak performance. So absolutely true about language. I mean, there are little things. Uh, I'm, I'm NLP certified, Neuro Linguistic Programming. That's what I used to teach from stage when I was the lead trainer for my uh, mentor in the seminar industry. And it, it's so powerful. You're, you can't be, you are so true. You're so right. Uh, we, would think, we would say things like, oh, you know what? I have to go do the dishes now. Like, well, hold on a second. 
let's rephrase that and say, I get to do the dishes now. Your subconscious just did a somersault, said, wait, what? And then it started thinking about, and unbeknownst to you, because you just said it out loud, that, well, hey, if I get to do the dishes, that means I have dishes to do. And I own dishes. If I'm doing the dishes, that means we probably just ate food on those dishes. If I'm doing the dishes, there's probably a sink. There's a sink. There's a house. There's a lot of blessing as a result of getting to do the dishes versus having to. So it's like reframing quickly and changing your words you use both internally and externally. Self-talk is is self-talk. Can it be damaging if you don't say it out loud, Coach Reed? It, it still can because the brain yeah. can't. The brain can't, uh, it can't delineate between what's spoken to you and what's said within your, with your mind. It's, it's still a word that crosses through the brain. It still has an impact on the structures of the brain. And so if you're using internal language, if you're thinking negative self, negative thoughts, those are impacting the brain. It's just as bad as if you have a chronic verbal abuser walking around screaming at you. You're your own worst enemy. You're your own worst abuser. If you have bad internal self-talk. And so if someone picks up your book, the Spartan mindset, could they effectively become a more powerful leader of their own organization, whether it be sports and coaching, whether it be business and they are the CEO or even just a manager, can their language change the outcome of their current situation? Yes. Uh, I've gotten feedback from coaches and from entrepreneurs that said, I'm more mindful of how I speak. I'm more intentional with my language. I think things through. I hear things as they're coming out. And what they're doing is not only are they speaking differently to themselves and the people around them, which is creating these higher performance environments, but they're also being an accountability partner for those other people. They're help. They're holding other people accountable for better language. Like you said, if, if I, you know, I had one person say, I, I had an employee that always said, I can't do that. And I said to him, ah, remember can't, can is, is we're not going to switch that. You know, what if you could do that? Can't yet, I'm going to work with you and we're going to learn it. Or one of my chapters is can't in, in our household always meant challenge accepted, no take backs. I can't <laughs> do that. Ah, challenge accepted, no take backs. Now we're <laughs> going to work together and do it. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a fun household to, to grow up in. That is awesome. And, and your, your kids are, you have more than one kid. I have three all okay. grown. Yes. I know you had one cause I saw him walk by the window earlier. So that, that was cool. Um, but they are blessed to have been brought up in a household of a man who took this stuff serious because were you born with this? Did you know this by just being born and coming into existence in the world that your words were that powerful? No, I, it's like Newton said, I, I can see so far because I stood on the shoulders of giants. I had great mentors. I had great teachers and educators. And I was like you talked about, I just absorbed everything I could. And as I was, I was, you know, having a master's in sport and performance psychology, I was and and working with in childhood development, I was a big fan of watching people as I worked with them of, you know, we were talking about when you do a public speaking and you're in person versus on, on, on on video, you, you can read people, you can feel the emotion in the room. Well, when I coached, I was always constantly reading and taking temperature of what was happening with my athletes. And that's where I started to understand that certain words I used created different outcomes and it created emotional responses in my athletes. And that, and so I really started to become more mindful of how I spoke to them because I, I realized that they were internalizing everything. What we say to them becomes their internal dialogue. And so the words we use actually change how they think about themselves. So it was yeah. learned. It was definitely learned. <laughs> and that's why I know your, your family's blessed because you put in the time and effort. Uh, it didn't just happen overnight. This stuff takes time. It takes practice, just like sports. <clears throat> it takes developing. It takes refining. It takes 
okay, that didn't work so great. Let me try a different uh, tact. And uh, so they are blessed and, and we are blessed because now we get to talk to you and you get to help tell all of us the beautiful power in words. And yes, there is a negative power in words, but we're going to call it beautiful because that's what everyone is going to do from now on after they get the Spartan Mindset book. Uh, where can they get that? Is that going to be on Amazon? Is where where can they get this book? You you can get it anywhere of your favorite retailers. It's on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Noble, Bookshop.org, Target. Uh, you can find it at all the major retailers. International best-selling author, ladies and gentlemen, and he didn't pay a PR firm to do all this. I mean. It was uh, pretty amazing, the story behind it. In fact, I would like to touch on that, if that's okay with you, because what it, what it really, my ears got big when you told me this before we came on the air, was, you know, how did you get that to be an international bestseller? And you told me your strategy that did it, that worked. And I would love for you to share that with everyone else, because this is marketing genius, ladies and gentlemen. So what he did was, go ahead, take it away. Well, I didn't have a lot of money to spend on the marketing, so I, I didn't hire anybody to do it. I realized that the best way to do it was to be on as many podcasts and shows as I could. So I did 40-something podcasts and shows and and, and the, from January. It was like mid-January, so from mid-January to when it came out in April, so three, four months just constantly on shows. And I was reaching as many audiences as I, as I could with the, with the message. But the big key was, is talking about the book and getting people excited about it. And they were hearing from my voice. It was my voice. It wasn't an ad. It wasn't somebody else saying it for me. So they were actually getting me giving them feedback on the voice. And I think that's really what, what did it. So there it is. That's a, I used to have a little microphone here for a prop. That's a mic drop moment. That is what you do. Uh, and look, it didn't cost him an arm and a leg. It, it cost him his time, nothing more. It cost him time of outreach to get on other podcasts. And these were global. These were international. That's how he became international best-selling. How many countries? Uh, five. That's a, it was on bestseller lists in five countries. Do you know how many authors would would die just to get one country <laughs> to be a bestseller? <laughs> It's like, it was a good feeling. Yeah, and the big key is, and you know this, especially as, as entrepreneurs, as business people, as we all know, you've got to over deliver on value. And so when I went on these podcasts, that was the other thing I was doing was I was talking to the podcasts. I was talking to the, the, the hosts and saying, what do you want from me? What value can I bring to the table? And then whatever questions they asked, I didn't hold back. It wasn't that, well, I'm not going to tell you everything because I want you to read the book. I'll tell you everything that's in the book because if you love it that much, you're going to want to buy it because you're going to want to read it and write notes in the margin anyway. So if, if you're looking to do that, get to the message out to as many people as possible. Reach as many audiences you just don't know who it's going to resonate with and over-deliver. Give as much as you can to people because that over-delivering is what's going to make them want to be a part of your journey with you. Ladies and gentlemen, if that is not a bomb-dropping moment, I do not know what is. Yes. Over-deliver. Smart bombs, bombs of knowledge, bombs of wisdom. That epitomizes Coach Reed Maltby. Oh, my goodness. Over-deliver. Over-deliver. How often, you know, it, it seems like we, we fell off track about five years ago or so where that was not happening, where they were, you know, most people were doing the bare minimum and they would sell like in the seminar industry. I saw this over and over. They'd sell from stage and they would charge a lot of money and I'd take it home, open it up, listen to it. And it was garbage. And I'm like, that was it. And that, that there was no time for them to deliver anything up front. They had a 90 minutes period on a stage. They couldn't, uh, they, they offered nothing but this course. And you, I'm not talking about everybody, but it's, it's come back. I'm, I'm sensing it coming back full circle where 
delivery of extreme value upfront without charging for extreme value is what is working today. Are you noticing that? Yes. And, and I get that response from people. People say, well, you don't want to give away too much. You, you'll give everything you have away. And I'm like, no, we're all on a learning journey. If you're a real, if you're a real athlete, if you're a real competitor, you're constantly growing and learning. So as I get, if I give everything of myself tomorrow, I'm going to learn something new and I'll have something new to give. And, and the other thing is, is if I'm not showing up with full excellence, what's going to make people want to be on the journey with me? What's going to make somebody want to say, I want to be a part of this. I don't care if he gives everything away. I want to be a part of this guy's journey. And you know, the thing I love is you live every word you're breathing right now. I mean, I, you have a, you've, you've done a TEDx talk. It was a brilliant talk. I love how you brought your son into the mix in the very beginning. Uh, that was phenomenal. I've literally witnessed that happen. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I was a, a young college dude working a job in parks and rec at a park. I loved kids and I love coaching because I love sports. So I was coaching my team on one, one side of the court, half court, outdoor asphalt. This is in seal beach, not far from you. And, uh, I was coaching my team and having a blast. And then there was an, an adult, a grown, like 40 something, uh, man coaching his team. And all I could hear over anything we were doing was him yelling at his kids, berating them, telling them how they're just, they're not doing well. And I'm thinking, my God, uh, I got <clears throat> just like you're talking, you got the studs and then you got the underperformers and I didn't care. If they put in the effort, if I coached them and I said, do it this way, and they tried their best to do it that way, and they still missed, they didn't put it in the hoop, I didn't get on them. I said, great job. You put in everything you had. You gave the effort. You're coachable. It will come. And I pat them on the back, and they love it, and they would improve so fast. And that was just a natural way I, I just started coaching. Uh, but I, when I saw this guy yelling, I'm like, those poor kids. And then the way you opened that TEDx talk – uh, that was so, uh, it's so real. I've seen it. It happens. And it's like, it's, it's shameful is what it is, especially when they're kids. Um, it's horrible. And what you couldn't see or what you couldn't hear was in the, in, in the actual live talk, there were several gasps in the crowd when I did that. And then when I get done, I look, I look all the members of the crowd in the eye and you could see these people were emotionally wrought with what I just done until they realized it was, it was, it was a gimmick, you know, yeah. it worked. And what a way to get the attention of the crowd. I mean, perfect. And it was it was authentic. It was legitimate. It wasn't just a gimmick, right, to, to get them to, hey, who is this Coach Reed guy? He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but it, it worked. It got my attention. And uh, I just felt a very authentic nature in the entire talk. In fact, we're talking a lot about it. Um, what I want to do is segue into what you do. What is it you're doing now? You, you, you coach coaches, you help, you help them develop leadership styles as, as I understand it. And you can correct me at any time. And you are now also venturing into the athletes side of, of the, the, the turnstile or the, the aisle, I guess is what they'd call it. Um, so if you wouldn't mind briefly describe what it is you do today, who your target market or markets is or are, and I would love to hear it if you have a success story or two that you would uh, like to share. And while you do that, I'll pull up your website and let you take it away. Sure. So my original target market was sports. I started coaching when I was 16. Uh, and then I got into that sphere where I was actually a consultant working with organizations all the way up through the Olympic organizations, down through parks and rec organizations, AYSL and say soccer and high schools, any organization that felt like they needed one 
performance enhancement work with their youth athletes. So they want somebody to come in and talk to their athletes about communication patterns and leadership development and culture building. And two, I really became that one that worked with those coaches. We wanted to eliminate the abuse of coaching and we wanted to give coaches the tools that they, they, that they uh, could use to build these high performance environments, no matter what kind of athlete they were working with. The idea was that we want you to build these high performance environments so that kids can leave the game and go be excellent somewhere else in life. And so to do that, we had to give them the right kind of tools. Well, in recent years, what we discovered, or what I discovered was that a lot of entrepreneurs and businesses started to resonate with my message because the three things I focused on were learning, language, and leadership. And it's, are you creating transferable learning that, uh, that transfers to every opportunity in front of you? Are you using transcendent language that, tra that transcends every moment you're in? And then are you are you doing, are you performing or are you bringing transformational leadership to the, to the, uh, to the equation that transforms the people you work with? Well, entrepreneurs do that. Businesses do that. That's what they want. They want high performers in their sales team. They want high performers in their marketing team. They want high performers at their companies. And so they started working with me and hiring me and having me come in and doing workshops with them. So now I work in this space that I call the athlete space. And it's the, it's that concept of those people that are either athletic entrepreneurs. They're athletes who are now entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs who are, have been entrepreneurs in the business of sport for years. Like I was when I was coaching and running clubs, I was a, a sport entrepreneur. They are those entrepreneurs who embody that athletic, um, mentality and want that athletic mentality to show up in their business, but they're not sure how to do it because it's such a, it's those two worlds have never really merged. There's a confluence that should happen there and it hasn't. Or they're the, those influencers who use their content to influence people to buy products based on their athleticism or fitness. And so those athletes now are attracted. I, I was just with some a couple months ago and they were talking about how excited they are to work with me because I get them. I've been there. You, you, you're discounted because you're an athlete. So you only bring a certain skill set to the table or, well, you're a dumb jockey. Really? Can you really go into business? <laughs> you know, business is not the place where athletics should happen, or you've got to make a choice. You can't compete in CrossFit games and run a business. And the one guy I talked to, he says, that's what I do. He's, he's, he makes, he runs a business doing investment and teaching others how to do investments. And then he's a CrossFit competitor. And he's like, you get me. I said, yeah, that's you're an athlete. That's what I was my entire life. And so now I'm working a lot more with athletes and entrepreneurs, helping them embody the same traits and values that we used in sport that made us successful to, to achieve that unrivaled peak performance in their business and beyond into their lives. I love it. I love it all. I mean, it, like I was telling you before, when we even came on live that I resonate so much with your philosophy, your approach. I mean, I have a team of, of VAs that I work with and I tell them from the get go, I said, you don't work for me. You work with me. I will never say you work for me. And we are a team. I share with them things that are going on in my head about my business that normal CEOs and managers would never, they would be in fear to say, I'm not going to tell them what, what we're planning. I'm like, why wouldn't you? It, it helps to bring them and they feel part of the ride, the journey, and they want to be part of it. They want to work with people like that. I, I, I just pulled from examples. I came from the corporate world. I saw both sides of the fence. I saw a, an adult manager berating an adult employee older than he was in front of all of his peers at a meeting that was designed to gather everybody and he used that opportunity to just tear into this guy and this manager was a friend of mine and i was shocked i'm like what are you in my head i didn't say anything i'm like whoa that was that was bad 
And then I've worked with other managers who lift you up, who have fun with you, who kid with you, who, yeah, you got a, you got a job to do. Of course, there is a time to be serious, but in my philosophy is it's very rare. And uh, I tell my kids that all the time, have fun in life. You know, there's times to be serious. There's funerals, there's weddings, there's things where you want to, you know, dial back the humor and all that. But there are also very few times where you should be serious. You should just enjoy yourself. But I, I resonate. You you seem to have that type of uh, approach. I was just looking at the, the thumbnail of your video where you're staying there berating your son in that little uh, uh, skit in the beginning. And that was so cool. What was that experience like stepping out on a TEDx stage? Uh, I see that was in Cincinnati, Ohio. But what was that like for you? What was that experience like to step out there? You you did it masterfully. You looked comfortable. You looked natural. Were you shaking in your boots? I mean, how, how, how did that go? Oh, it was backstage right before I went on. It was like you're in the tunnel before you go out on the field before a game. I mean, the jitters are there. You, yeah. you, you feel like you want to puke. You're, you're shaking. The stomach <laughs> is turning. You know, it's all the adrenaline is rushing through you. But it's that's, again... I approached it like a competition. I have an opportunity to go out there and, and, you know, do my very best with the tools I have. And, and more importantly, that was my passion. My wife talked me into doing that because she said, you need to share with the world what you've been telling me. And yeah, it was a skit. And I joke and says a gimmick, but I had witnessed coaches do that to kids like you had. And I needed to tell the world that was a better way. There was a different way. And we can get the same results doing it at that different way as you do it screaming at people, but minus the long-term damage you cause when you mm. scream at people. So it was, for me, it was life-changing because it, I went from talking about it within my community and my clubs and the people around me to suddenly I have an opportunity at an international stage to teach others how to do that. And you, you asked about victories. That was one of the biggest, one of my biggest wins was when I did the talk and it was over. My wife said, awesome. Oh, by the way, thanks to Carmine Gallo. I read his book, talk like Ted before I gave the talk and hit. And I, I reached out to Carmine. I'm actually supposed to uh, connect up with him here in a couple of weeks, but I reached out to Carmine after my talk and said, I hope you get the chance to watch this because it is your book. Your book is the blueprint for my talk. And he emailed me back after watching and goes, it is dead on my book. Like I took every piece of advice in his book and I incorporated it into my talk. But anyway, uh, I digress. My, so my wife says after the talk, she says, it was great. Now, what do you expect from it? And I said, listen, if just one of those coaches that I had witnessed in my career berate kids or, or compare them to each other or, or fear monger to, to, to achieve peak performance, if just one of those coaches sees that there's a different way to do it and, and do it and changes, then the talk was worth it. And it took several years, but several years later, I got a text message from a coach who basically said, I'm working on the way I communicate with my kids. And I went, we won. Like that is, and so what, instead of, instead of stopping at the top of that mountain and going, I'm here, I'm going to plant my flag. I said, all right, another mountain. There's, there are more coaches. There are more organizations. There are more sports that I don't touch. And now it's, there are more entrepreneurs and there are more businesses who we can help create these leaders who transform lives. And so I'm just never going to stop now. <laughs> Oh, I got goosebumps all over when you, you gave that. Oh my gosh. Cause you made that impact in one coach's life and that's going to in it in turn and probably already has affect many more lives. Everyone that he coaches and they're yes. going to look at that as their example. And when they become a coach, if they ever do, or they lead any type of organization, they will think back to that effective method versus being yelled at and the other methods that are out there. So yeah. And people don't realize entrepreneurs were like, I don't even know if anybody's ever going to watch this show. I have no idea if this will have any impact on anybody, but I, I should just stop. I don't know why I keep going. You know, all these, these things going on in our head. 
And then one day you get that one message. Wow. What a great show. That guest, that coach Reed, he was incredible. And that I am over the moon excited that I had some little part to do with it. It was because of this guy, but because I had a platform, more people were affected positively. It doesn't have to be you personally. I'm preaching now to everyone out there. It doesn't have to be you doing everything. It's called planting seeds and letting them grow and allowing that whatever organically to come out of it because you bring on incredible people like Coach Reed and you do it consistently or you talk to people like Coach Reed. You don't have to do a show, but as long as you're associating with people like this, then you can and will reap great rewards. And we're not talking financial rewards. Those will come. Those will come. But we're talking human rewards in the in the form of you are making this planet a better place for other humans to live. Woo, yeah. man. I feel like I just got off of a, a pulpit and uh, everyone say amen. No, I'm kidding. Goosebumps. Um, I got goosebumps too. I mean, oh. you, you, you have to deliver. You have to show up and compete at all times. And like you said, I did a talk one time. There were three people in the room and the organizers apologize. There's supposed to be a hundred there. The organizer says, I'm so sorry. Do you want to cancel? I said, no, those three people are going to get the talk of their life because one of them, just one of them may go away and do something with it. And you know what? You could only have three people watching your podcast right now. If you're out there watching or listening now, you, you could have a podcast and only three people, but those three people, people matter deliver to them show up because you just don't know like you said plant those seeds and let them grow ah oh, boy i can relate to having three people in the room too <laughs> <laughs> me too <And> it, <laughs> me too <laughs> and it's true i mean i would do these meetups uh and i would go four different cities one every week every month the same four and i'd bring gear i'd bring presentation i'd bring microphone i'd bring everything set it up bring sign up forms all this stuff and I had the same exact attitude. I would like to have more, but if only one showed up, they're getting the full blown. And if nobody showed up, I'll just do it in practice. Just yeah. well. It's just like anything else. The more seat time, we call it seat time, like a race car. The more seat time you have, the better you're going to get, period. Have whoever you who brought, who came with you. Hopefully you have a, somebody helping out and just say, hey, I want you to give me feedback. I'm going to do it as if you're that one person. So there's never a, and, and that's the other thing I always say, uh, coach Reed and I don't know what your take is on this but if I'm ever asked to speak somewhere I rarely I mean that has to be a big reason for me to say no I mean I'm with always you. always take that opportunity uh, I was asked by a, a young man who was God, I don't know if he was 20 yet and he wanted me to talk to his very young group of people they weren't in my space business-wise but he saw something and he asked me to talk about a certain topic you got it I speak so it's not about building business every time you turn around. It's about building up people. And that's the beautiful essence of, I think, why we're all here on this planet. Yes. And you just don't know who in that room is going to go do something amazing because of that day, that time you spent with them, or, or how it comes back to you. That, yeah. that, that young person in that room could be the next Elon Musk, and he reaches out to you, you know, 10 years from now and says, hey, I got this idea, and I need you involved in it. If that's the payoff, great. But more importantly, they went and changed the world because you spent time with them. Yeah. And just like in the opening, you want to focus when you're listening to someone like Coach Reed on a show like this, focus on his words instead of going off and multitasking and typing in things. You, you never know when that one thing will strike you and you'll go, I get it now. And that will take you on to the next step in your journey. It's never the final step. It's just the next. That's what I love about life. Uh, Reed is, you know, if there was ever a last step in life other than death, of course, 
But if there was a last step and we couldn't grow any farther, reach a new height, would that be a boring life or what? <laughs> totally <Ooh>. boring. <laughs> That's why I use the word, the term excellence more than anything, because for me, excellence is just something that's never, it's, it's never final. Every day, there's an opportunity to be more excellent. Every day, there's an opportunity to hone it and shape it and craft it. So you just never get good enough to say, I'm perfect. There's no such thing. Excellence is something you can chase every single day. Absolutely. So folks that would like to uh, work with you or get your tutelage, what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Is it your website? Is it an email address? What do you prefer? Website's the easiest, coachread.com. Uh, and my email, they can, they can email info at coachread.com and, and I'll answer that as well. I'm on that email. All right. That's coachread.com, C-O-A-C-H-R-E-E-D.com, just in case. For those of you listening on podcasts only. And if you're listening on podcasts and can't make it to the live shows, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that one. But you should come on live because we love interaction uh, and getting comments from those watching and viewing. Yeah, like Trailblazer in the Wind just said, keep showing up planting seeds, pride, flower, pansexual, just never know, global life empowerment coach. I don't even know what half those words mean. That's awesome. And it is just keep planting seeds. Keep moving forward uh, and great that you're empowering people, trailblazer in the wind from YouTube. Thanks for coming on and participating. Love we love that uh, for sure. Oh, my goodness. We started something. Oh, there it's I thought there was another one. So um, my gosh, I just look this happens every time when I have one of those guests that I just. So are you good to go another hour? Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> let's do yeah. this <laughs> as we both adjust in our seats oh my gosh okay uh, i'm kidding i want to respect not only your time but all the viewers and the listeners out there as well um and definitely we'll have to have a uh, encore performance because there's so much more i'd love to learn from you um so much more the book uh marketing approach at a greater detail the tedx talk how did you even get on that things like that um because these are keys to success in business and in and that's what you're doing this is a business for you you coach uh you, you you teach and lead coaches on how to better and more effectively coach their team uh, whether it be sports or business maybe even family i don't know do you ever get into that i do i've i actually just did a family summit uh, a couple weeks ago where i worked with um, fa mothers and fathers and how to show up more I, I talked about goal setting and how to show up more uh, more authentically with their their kids each day using sports analogies, which was really cool. And and the other really cool thing is I was with this branding group a couple of weeks ago at Kajabi Hero Live. So you're with some really intelligent, really sharp people at the Kajabi summits. And you know Brendan Burchard was there, and Jamie Kern Lima was there, and Ooh. and and uh, I'm talking with um, this branding group, and they made a comment. They're like, "So you're a legitimate coach?" And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Like you coached youth sports for." Uh, now it's almost 35 years. And I said, yeah, I started when I was 16. And they said, wow, that is so cool because most people aren't at a, like, they haven't actually coached something. They're like, you can actually coach somebody in their business <laughs> as a legitimate youth sports coach. And I said, yeah, the worst part is I was like Ted Lasso. I mean, my, every time we watch Ted Lasso, somebody reaches out and goes, you get cracks me up. Cause you were just like me. All you had all your dad jokes and you're always silly and you're always, <laughs> and, and you know, you were always Mr. Positivity and you know, everything was positive with you. And I said, well, you know, I mean, imagine having Ted Lasso help you with your business. I mean, it, you can't get better than that. <laughs> yeah. It, is it? So gosh, I could talk to you forever. I mean, how many times have you had somebody come to you and say, you know, 
you're too positive. I, it's too much. I don't want any more of it. Like a family member or anybody like that. It's happened to me. That's why I bring it up. I don't know if it's happened to you. I'm like, what? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I, I have. I've been I've been told to tone it down just a little bit. The other one is my wife is very outgoing. She's very, I call her effervescent. And she said growing up, she was always told to tamp it down, tamp it down. And I told her, that's your superpower. It's what it's what attracted me to you. It's what makes you so special. It's what makes you unique. If somebody doesn't, and I get it. The Ted Lasso type doesn't resonate with people. There were athletes and there were parents of athletes who didn't like my style. That's fine. You're not going to be everybody's style. Not everybody drinks Coke or Diet Coke or Pepsi. I don't. You know, it just depends on the people. So for me, it's I'm going to show up exactly as I am because the people who resonate with me, that's how they want me to be. And that's what's going to help them be their best. And I'm not for everybody. I get it. I'm acquired an acquired taste. But the people that like that, they're going to show up more often. And that's a huge lesson in its own right. You can never and will never please everybody. So stop trying to just be yourself. And those that are in alignment with you, they will show up. It just happens that way. And uh, there might be someone else who does exactly what Coach Reed does as a business. And they may choose to go to that other person only because there's a, a better alignment with them. Personality-wise, whatever the case may be, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Just keep moving and keep uh, stacking those pebbles of success and things will implant those seeds and things will get better uh, much faster. If you just relax, don't try to please everybody. Be yourself. Be authentic to yourself. And you will attract those that are the right ones for sure. Uh, we're, yeah. uh, we're a couple minutes out and I can't believe it. This is like it's almost saddening to me that we're there. Yes, it flew by. And this was such a great conversation, Brian. So I, oh. I'm kind of bummed too. <laughs> right back at you. I mean, my goodness. Uh, but there are a couple of gifts to give away. I did promise uh, one in that uh, very long ad spot that was in the, be in the beginning of the show. And a little birdie told me, Coach Reed might have a little something for you as well. So let's let's do uh, yours first, if that's okay. I'll bring up your website and help people uh, navigate there. But go ahead. Yes, if you go to coachreed.com, C-O-A-C-H-R-E-E-D.com, you can see that pink banner right at the top there. I put up a link to my Sleek bio, which the very first thing is you can click it to download a free ebook copy of The Spartan Mindset. And I'll leave that up for everybody that's on the live show. Heck, I might even just leave it up for right now because my thought is, listen, you, you got to read the book. And I want you to read the book. And so if you go and get the free book, read it and share it with other people and use it in your daily life. Because if, if it works for you, I'm telling you, it, it can transform your life. It's that stuff is. that I learned from my mentors and my coaches. Go get the book, read it. Definitely. Everyone do it. Coach has spoken or it's going to be 20 pushups. So do it now. <laughs> All right. Grab the free ebook copy of the Spartan Mindset here. The pink banner at the top of Coach Read. Dot com. That is where you go. It So make sure you write that down, coachread.com, right after the show is over. Go visit that and grab your copy and definitely reach out to uh, Coach Reed directly if you are in all at all looking for any assistance in any type of leadership area. Uh, I think what he does bridges all of them as far as uh, leading, whether it's in business, sports, family. Uh, he's, he's run the gamut. He's got the experience. He's been a coach. Not like those who say that they are one and they've only done it for a few months and he's done it for 30 plus years, 35. I think you said that's a, that's a good stint, good run um, for coaching. It's, it's so rewarding whether you're winning or losing the team, the kids are always winning because they're getting a great tutelage from someone like you. And that's, that's what it's about. It's about life, not just about winning and, uh, and participation trophies. Oh, I had to throw that in there. So um, 
<laughs> hey, I just saw another one of your. Somebody just went by. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, <laughs> we know it's live. That's awesome. So uh, I have one more gift to give away. So don't go anywhere. There's one more gift. It's very incredibly valuable. It's a five night vacation stay at a five star luxury resort. Again, compliments of Reach Your Peak LLC. And we're going to give that away to one lucky winner. Don't go anywhere because before we do that, well, no, not before. I do have one question I like to end every show with, um, Coach Reed. And what I, it kind of came out by accident. Um, I asked it on occasion back when I first started doing this show almost five years ago. And the, the, the answers were starting to hit me like, wow, that was profound. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to just make this the end of every show. And I'm going to ask that one question because they are supremely powerful, not the question, but the answers that I've been getting over those years. And I can't wait to uh, spring that one on you, but I will first put up on the screen for those of you that are here watching live, how to win that five night stay at a five-star luxury resort compliments of reach your peak. And here we go. Remember, write this down. Don't go there yet. Uh, and I will say this, that guest experts, <clears throat> hint, hint, wink, wink, are eligible to win as well. I have had some. And so uh, here we go. We're going to put it up on the screen. Write this URL down. To enter, you'll go to ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. RYP, that stands for Reach Your Peak. That happens to be my company. ryp.im forward slash vacation. After the show's over, we'll be monitoring. Don't worry. Wait till we sign off. Go there. Enter to win. Um, I personally and my team, we get uh, messages. I get text messages instantly as people are entering. It's pretty fun to have the phone buzzing off the hook. And so go to ryp.im forward slash vacation. Enter to win. These are bona fide, no kidding, real vacation stays. Um, I have a good friend that went and did this no less than three times. And they did not. To my amazement, they never took him down to the basement and gave him a water torture treat, uh, torture treatment along with trying to sell him a timeshare. None of that happened. Nope. It was just a vacation like he was anyone else. And it just happened to be that it was predominantly paid for. All you pay are the resort taxes, which is everyone does that now. Uh, and you need to get your travel to and from. But the resort, these are five-star luxury resorts you get to choose from all over the world. All right. With that buildup, though, so here's the cool thing, uh, Mr. Maltby. Ooh, I, I mixed it up. I didn't call you Coach Reed. It's getting serious. So <laughs> there's a couple of cool things about this question. The first is, is there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It doesn't exist. So this is not a test. You cannot fail. In fact, the only thing you will do is pass. It's guaranteed. Uh, because... Number two, the opposite is actually the, the true uh, case here. And that is the only correct answer is yours because it will be unique to you. And so it makes it uniquely personal that way, but it's not getting into your knickers kind of personal. It's just, it's just you. And so with all that buildup, are you ready for the question? I am nervous, <laughs> but ready. I love it. Then it was effective. The buildup was, that's good. All right, <laughs> here we go. Coach Reed Maltby, how do you define success? Oh, that's such a good one. Uh, for me, it's that there's something left when I'm gone, that somebody uses a phrase or 
uh, teaches or coaches in a way I did that my, my children pass along my words or, or my deeds to their grandchildren, that there is something, a legacy when I'm gone. It's the only way I can define it because you can't take the money with you. You can't take the cars with you. You know, the only thing you can do is leave a legacy, leave an imprint on this world. And it's a better place because you were there. Mm, and you know how that's going to end, don't you? Yes. <laughs> this has been Coach Reed Maltby dropping smart bombs, bombs of wisdom, knowledge bombs, all here on the Mind Body Business Show. What an amazing, amazing man you are. I appreciate you for everything that you do. I cannot wait to see how you progress in this journey uh, and continue to, to change lives. And I hope that you don't hesitate and reach out if there's anything you ever think I can do to help you uh, to do that, to reach more people. I love what you're doing. I love the message. I love how it's empowering kids to be the best they can be, to be at their, to rise to their greatest excellence at all times. Uh, that's all we can do is just uh, you know strive for excellence. But with people like you giving us the tools to actually do that to get closer to become more excellent that's what it's all about and i appreciate what you do and uh, please don't ever stop if, if that's what drives you then continue and i gotta say one last thing your wife is amazing uh you've talked about her three times on this show and i appreciate that too that means you are a, a wonderful man uh who admits that the wife is part of your life and you even did it on your TEDx talk. I love that. <laughs> and you put in some humor on that where you said, well, she, she, you know, she told me She's that she was right. right. And, but <laughs> she's sitting right there. So I had to say that. That was awesome. <laughs> but I could tell you meant it. And, uh, and I can tell, uh, especially after talking to you here tonight. So I appreciate you, brother. Is there any last parting word of wisdom you'd like to leave all of our guests with or all of our uh, audience with here tonight? Yes. So I've been saying this a lot lately because I believe that every word matters, that when you uh, when you speak loudly, people will hear you. When you speak knowledgeably, people will listen. But if you speak lovingly, they will follow. We have to speak with more love in our lives. Amen to that, brother. Woo, great way to end it. On behalf of the amazing Coach Reed Maltby, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time. We will be back with another great episode. It's going to be hard to top this one. I got to be honest, but uh, we will do our best because this man is amazing. Thank you once again, Coach Reed. You're an amazing man. And I look forward to crossing paths with you physically sometime soon and sitting down and having whatever beverage uh, we both would like, coffee, water. It doesn't matter to me. It's all about the relationship. So have a great evening, everyone. Do two things. Please do two things, everybody out there. Number one, go out there and serve more people and crush it in life. And number two, above all, everyone, please be blessed. Take care. That's it for us tonight. So long for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.